Bam 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 Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make white suck less. I'm Lisa Linky. That's Misty Stinnett. And we are here <laughs> on a Tuesday. And you know what that means. It's, it's a beef weekly day. beef. Your weekly beef day. What day of the week is it? Weekly it's beef. Deef bay. <laughs> yup. It's your weekly deef bay. Hey guys, it's Tuesday. It's not what we do on a Friday, which is where we review a book and tell you all the tips, the tricks. No, it's you want Tuesday. you want that kind of informational punch to the face. Go up or down, or one down in, in your feed. But now today is a Tuesday, and it's where we get to do a supplemental information. Look, you get to relax. You get everyone take a deep belly breath. This isn't a full book review. It's supplemental, as Lisa was just saying so eloquently. <laughs> take a deep belly breath. We all get a break. From a book reveal. Take Thank a God. Back. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat self-help. Of that Deekly Weave. <laughs> nope. <laughs> weave. Hashtag Deekly Weave. Nope. First of all, I do need to say that if you didn't recently, um, like a month ago, see our hashtag Risky Biscuit, <laughs> you need, it's saved on our um, Instagram It's saved page. on our Instagram We're at uh, Go stories. Help Yourself Podcast. And if you were if you were feeling sad that you missed out on the hashtag Risky Biscuit, don't be sad. Yes, just post it and tag yes. us. And longtime loyal listener um, Allison also did a risque, risque biscuit. biscuit. Uh-huh, she did biscuit. And she if was you don't feel dancing. comfortable posting, just message us like somebody did, and I'll take care of the rest. Slide into our DMs. It's so fun to see everybody's version of a risky biscuit. Yeah, <coughs> but this is Staff. this is a. <laughs> we're still waiting. Yeah, this is a. Comedy self-help podcast to make life yeah. suck less. Yeah. And in the mini-sodes, yeah. we are going to attempt to do that on our own without a full book review and bring you uh, information to elevate. What are you doing? I don't know. I was just twisting my cap. Uh, that's a euphemism. Other stuff. Mm. Yeah. We do like books. Uh, homework. We yeah. do quizzes. We do. We haven't done a quiz in a while. We're going to do a quiz. We here. haven't. Because trivia is more like, work than just asking a listener question. Listener emails. Uh-huh. and like... Je provoke, stop provoking questions. And, you know, if you email us or, like, give us a review, sometimes we read reviews. <gasps> oh, we haven't read reviews in a while. That That's like a real ego fluff there. I don't mind it. You know what? Women don't brag enough. And it's not even bragging. Women don't celebrate their achievements enough. I Hashtag think. toot your horn. Misty, Yes, I signed you homework from the Oracle at the supermarket. Yeah, it was kind of a big – it was a it was a big question. Okay, yeah. Sort of. Well, okay. So you asked in today. So Oracle at the supermarket was all about contextually how did self-help emerge? How did it change throughout history? It was a fascinating book. And we saw that new waves of self-help and different angles on it came, sprang up according to the cravings and desires of the people of that time period. The author posited that like uh, other forms of media, like TV and film, Mm -hmm. that the self-help authors were responding to the wants, fears, desires of the current population. Yes. What's the craving here? Mm -hmm. Is uh, right now, what do you think self-help authors in order to make bestsellers, et cetera, what should they be writing or what are they writing that would meet the wants, fears, desires, and needs of our current populace? Completely. So this, I I attempted to answer this question. I I already know it's wildly incomplete, but... I mean, yeah, just whatever. And this is through the lens of my generation. Mm -hmm. I'm a millennial. Mm -hmm. I'm an elder millennial, Mm -hmm. as they would call. Uh, An elder millennial. An elder millennial. Thank Mm -hmm. you. 
Um, the very first thing that came to mind was validation. Mm. So what I mean is um, first and for like everything feels like a struggle with my generation. So um, wildly uh, pro- m- mouth words. Yeah, wildly Some- mouth words. Wildly mouth words. Of, that's the name of Misty's book. Something that's very um, prominent in my generation is we have no savings. Yeah. We're not saving for retirement as a whole. Um, we have you a, love financial books. I love financial books. We have a shit ton of debt. Yeah. Call like call, student loans, college debt, home prices are so prohibitive. Mm-hmm. The cost of healthcare is five times what it used to be even 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, any book that meets that reality mm-hmm. and says, hey, because there are all these self-help books, even even new ones that are being published that are like, well, when you buy your first home and when you save for retirement. Yes, Lisa's putting her hand up. Follow-up question. Yeah. Do you think that that's why so many of new thought books that are continuing to be mm. released and are still successful mm-hmm. – are popular with yeah. elder millennials. I do because it's going, we don't have any other solutions. That's sort of the one that's like, oh no, this is possible if X, Y, and Z, because otherwise it could feel way fucking daunting to yeah. sit here. So any book that acknowledges the realities, like that, remember the whole avocado toast controversy? Like someone wrote, like, if millennials would just stop buying avocado toast for breakfast for $20, then maybe they'd save. And it's like, oh, okay, really? Because job, like benefits, everyone considers us freelancers. No one gives us health insurance and then X, Y, Z. It's like, it's not about the fucking avocado toast. Yeah. We all have $200,000 in student loans. Yeah. And we're looking at a teardown bungalow on the, the outskirts of Los Angeles County. It's going to take you three quarters of a million dollars, right? So these are the... So Anything that actually meets the reality. So I had a thought. Yeah. um, uh, uh, I think what might spring up out of 2016 and 2020 would be self-help books in the political realm. Yes, possibly. Like not just along party lines, Mm -hmm. but how to manage dealing with the repercussions of what's happening in our in, in, in our country. Like, how do you stay yeah. active while still maintaining boundaries? I am going to push back a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think for you and I, that would absolutely be a self-help book you and I would be drawn to. Mm-hmm. If I am thinking in a broad and general sense what kind of book is actually going to hit hard with the market. You don't think most of Americans are feeling the crunch of the political divide? Yes and no. I, I think everyone's feeling it. And I think a lot of people want to numb out to it. I think, and of course, that's a privileged position, right? Like, like it's also hard to tackle that and not fall one side or the other. Mm-hmm. I actually think a more broad, um, and this is this is uh, another bullet point on this list. A more broad category for that is self care. Like, how can you implement little ways of self care throughout the day or the mm-hmm. week to to deal with the 24-hour news cycle, the mm-hmm. political climate, mm-hmm. the encroaching terror of climate change, mm-hmm. feeling like everything's out of control. So rather than saying, like, it's basically focused on politics, if there were a broad category of here's how to really care for yourself, here are 10 ways that you can X, Y, Z to replenish your cup and set boundaries, and here's how to have a critical conversation, you know, something like that. So it's basically saying 
dealing with what you're saying, but in a 30,000-foot approach. I challenge. I think that's more of a surface-level approach because it's individual. It is me. It is me-focused rather than community-focused. I'm not sure I'm understanding. So, like, if it's about self-care and me as a it's it's more of mm-hmm. a, a self selfist approach, right? Yes. Rather than a community or well, what what I just added to that was how to have like a roadmap for how to have a healthy, difficult conversation, a roadmap for how to set boundaries and navigate difficult topics. So now I'm on a separate category, so uh-huh. self care and that. Oh, in the same book. Yeah, oh, you wow. asked me. You asked yeah. me what. So I yeah. and, and the other bullet points I have. Oh, we, oh, this is all in one book. This is amazing, girl. You asked me what, what or like being what kinds a of book. Yeah, or like kinds of. Yeah. So my ideal self help. Well, not my ideal. What I think would hit hard. You and I have mine. like the individual chapters that people we can do. select or we not do. select. Right. We do. Here's a caveat. Uh, so that validation and acceptance of I love this. where people because I think everybody wants to hear, hey, you're okay. You're you're doing a great job. It is harder than they say. Yeah. Our like my generation is faced with problems I that understand. the last generation was not. I thought you were pitching multiple books. Now I understand. No, 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 no. This is all in the same one. A no bullshit approach. And what I mean is it doesn't have to be like the subtle art of not giving a fuck or unfight. We don't have to swear every five chapters. Fuck no. But a but a viewpoint that the author is right there in the shit with us in the trenches, not I'm at a destination that you're hoping to get to. And it, yeah. like not a holier than thou. Yeah. So like a no bullshit, like it is hard. Here's what worked for me. And I'm still working on it. Yeah. I think a lot of people relate to that. Yeah. Um, Versus. And that self-care we just talked about because yeah, it yeah, is yeah. a marathon. So how yeah, do you replenish yeah, yeah. yourself? Okay, now I see. Um, intersectionality, I think, is – and again, when I wrote this down, this is on my wish list. Yes. And also some sort of prescription and not – we just covered – um, Oracle of the supermarket. So I don't want it to be, you have to do X, Y, and Z and right. that's it and it's closed. Right. But I don't want it to be vague. Like just think positive thoughts. Like that's bullshit. Like here is an approach, bullet points to try Yeah. for that. So I like a practical thing. And then the very last thing is hope. It has to have hope that you know what? It's hard, but you can find joy in I'm life. I'm on board you to buy can. this tome. I am on board to buy this tome. So, oh, that was my very quick, and like I said, wildly incomplete. No. But if there were a self-help book that was like, you're doing a great job. Life is hard. Here are some things you can try. I'm right there with you. No, And something that says, I don't have it figured out either. Did you like Get Your Life Together-ish? Yeah. Yeah. I did like this that. This sounds a lot. like a lot of Yeah, because she, she had all of the like at the end of each chapter, like, here's some exercises to try. Me like easy, also, medium, like, hard. I don't have this all figured out, but I've tried these things. Yeah. Something yeah. that might work for you. Yeah. So I think that's refreshing. Nice. That, that would be very refreshing versus like, uh, well, if you're not thinking the right thoughts and not turning down ten thousand dollar jobs. So fascinating. I love how we have strategy as our number one on our Gallup. <laughs> Um, Clifton Strengths, and yet we approached it totally se- separately. Like yeah. you made one, yeah, book all encompassing, and I was like, I market segmented the shit out of this. I was yes. like, just politics, right? Like just um, a female, like coming, like female sexuality, like yes. you know what I mean. And I do think they each could be a one hundred percent different books. Yeah, but I also could you like see this being, being a chapter. I also say let's let's make it a YA trilogy. Simon and Schuster. <laughs> it's called the um, um, 
can't help me games. The subtle and art of you can't help me. Yes, and there's a, a young female protagonist named Clatness. Ever, she, ever blue. Clatness, <laughs> ever blue. And she's selected to try many different self-help methodologies. In a post-apocalyptic, war-torn, uh, Tarrant-led country. Live-streamed on TV. Yes, and... And she's got an amazing stylist. <laughs> RuPaul. RuPaul Charles. RuPaul Charles. <laughs> I'm, I pre-ordered it. Okay, yeah, I'm on, I'm on board. Okay, so thank you for that. That was amazing. I'm also curious, for everybody listening, what is... Because people write in with book recommendations for us all the time. We're, Let's try a book request. Go, yeah, go Yeah, go help yourself podcast at gmail.com. What is... Do you, is there anything that clicks for you where you're like, I've never heard someone talk about that or I wish right. someone would just acknowledge or validate right. X, Y, Z? That hand farts are cool. Where is that self-help hand, book? Here, I'm going to try one. I've never tried one. Okay. <laughs> See, you need to be How taught. Do you do it? You're, you're coming in on the heel of your oh, hand and oh. I need you back in the palm. <laughs> All the way. Cover your hole. <laughs> Better. Uh, Lick your lips. Hmm? I sound like an elephant. Make I'm gonna practice at home. Make it come on the fingers instead of the. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, come back on the fingers. I feel like I know what you're like in an intimate context. Better. Let the air, yes, come, let the air come out on the finger side. I can't. I'm gonna. I'm releasing us all from this. Okay. Satisfying Sav. Thank Sav. you. Rude. <laughs> He's giggling. Sav, what did that sound like in your ears? Uh, it sounded like a fart. <laughs> Sav said, uh, it sounded uh, like a fart? Like a okay, fart. listen. Now moving on to our very thought-provoking question, which I am going to fumble my way through. This is actually on the heels of our last book because mm-hmm. I wanted to know, mm-hmm. Lisa, yeah. what do you think is the difference between self-actualization oh, fuck. and self-expression? We talked about this. Because this is a these are terms that self-help books use all the time. But we didn't. We were like, I don't know. Okay. Moving on. Okay. I have heard people refer to themselves as like, I am self-actualized. Okay. And um, I think what that means is that like, in my mind in this moment, what that means, not having looked it up, is that like you are moving through the world – as the person you want to be. Like, mm-hmm. you are setting boundaries, you are making choices and living in, like, head, heart, in alignment, feet mm-hmm. in alignment. Like, you are living your truth as you want it to be. And what's the other one? Self-expression. Self-expression, I think, is... Self-expression. Maybe that's how you present to the world, which could be different, mm-hmm. right? So I, if if you were um, non-conformative, right, or non... Uh, if you were non-binary, being able to live in that manner, like, mm-hmm. uh, um, but also that's like different social, you know, like context. You don't always have that that ability. So maybe self-expression is more just about communication, that I can express what's going on inside of me, and self-actualization is that like I can live my truth. That's what I'm sticking. With. Okay, yeah, I think for me, before I looked it up, and I'm not entirely sure I understand it now that I have looked it up. <laughs> 
Um, Maybe they're interchangeable. Uh, yeah. Is that like self-expression is part of self-actualization? Yes. Like a person is not self-actualized. If they can't communicate. That's what I thought. Yeah. Right? If they're not able to self-express. Um, or I thought maybe self-actualization is like a state that you reach via self-expression. I've arrived. Yeah. So um, here is the definition of self-actualization from simplypsychology.org. Okay. Okay. It's simply uh, psychology. So this is a uh, a concept by Abraham Maslow. Yes. Uh, from around 1962. Self-actualized people are those who were fulfilled and doing all they were capable of. The growth of self-actualization refers to the need for personal growth and discovery that is present throughout a person's life. For Maslow, a person is always becoming and never remain static in these terms. So in the book Oracle of the Supermarket they did talk about Maslow and how he was part of the century or the the self selfist movement. Right. Of like how it's about once you get these needs met then you can focus on higher self needs. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly like the meaning of life and mm-hmm. one's true purpose. Um so self uh expression yeah. Oh, you know what I did? I looked up the definition of self-realization. Okay. <laughs> so okay. Self-realization. self-realization, on the other hand, is to know oneself. I mean, these are all feel very these are like real. This ethereal. is a really heady and like weekly beef. But it's but these terms are thrown around often enough that it's like so self. It's I guess there's also a difference between knowing oneself and actually expressing oneself like and, when and and achieving your potential. Yes, because there's this synthesis of learning. I god, where is this from? Maybe you'll remember. Um but there are all these different stages of learning which is like okay, I don't know what I don't know. Yes. Now I know what I didn't know before. Uh-huh. And now I know what I've got to do, but I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Okay, now I'm practicing doing it. But I'm not now good I'm at go- it. Yes, right. but I'm not good at it, and now I'm good at this thing. So it feels like— Oh, that's um uh, the five—I um, know. We learned it at Leslie Kahn. It's yes. the um, Dreyfus model of skill acquisition. Oh, yes, the Dreyfus—yes, D-R-E-Y-F-U-S-S, I Not think. the brother of Richard Dreyfus, Right, But right, right. the Dreyfus brothers model of skill acquisition going from— um, uh, Beginner all the way to expert. Yes. Yeah. So it feels like self-realization, like to know oneself, is like right smack in the middle. Yeah. You know, like, oh, okay. I figured out the kinds of things that... Self-realization. Yes. And then self-actualization might be like expert. Yes. Where you're capable of doing and achieving. Yep. I am quickly Googling self-expression because that's what I meant to. Uh, Self-expression, according to the Google Dictionary search function, the expression of one's feelings, thoughts, or ideas, Mm -hmm. especially in writing, art, music, or dance. So after you go to therapy, you can actually identify, like, what's going on inside and communicate it. Yeah. So it's it's interesting, right? It feels like self-realization comes, and then once you know yourself, you can start self-expressing, self-expressing, or maybe yeah. experimenting in self-expressing helps you to get to self-realization. They they feel closely linked. And then so putting it back in context of the oracle, yes, in the time that all of these self movements came about, and then yes. also psychology and yes. psychiatry came about, focusing inward, yes, gave host to all these new ideas yeah. of self-expression, self-actualization, yeah. self-realization, self-comfort, yeah. self-knowledge, self-awareness, Oof. all of these things. Woof. 
right? That we haven't yeah. really explored before because exactly. everything prior was external. Right. And now we, especially with new thought, everything right. was internal. So if we were considering self-actualization, like, oh, look, I've actually fulfilled my potential. If that were a static state, which Maslow sounds like he says it's not, I don't know enough about it, but it sounds like in order to reach self-actualization, there's probably a lot of self-realization and self-expression that comes before that because then you are... And during and after. Yes, during yeah. and after. But but I love this idea that we're never fully actualized. Yes. So we're all... We're, it's we've a never moving arrived. target. We've right. never arrived, right. which is so fun. And as Mark Manson would say, a really interesting problem to solve. Yeah. It's like in therapy when... Um, what is that? It's A... a F-P-T-S, like another fucking problem to solve. Like in oh, therapy, like so you, un- you unpeel another layer and you're like, great, I'm oh, another cool. fucking onion. Worms. I Great. Is there another fucking thing I got to work on? Great. Oh, that's it. A-F-T-I-G-W-O. Another fucking thing I got to work on. After good. Wow. It's like, great. It's really fun that I learned that. But now I got to fucking yeah, work, great. Okay, work great. on it. Yeah, great. Okay, great. So that's it. That was my je provoke. I love that uh, je provoke. Does anyone feel... Enlightened or more confused? Is anyone a therapist out there that can write in and actually from your learnings or your <gasps> PhD in um, psych- psychoanalysis or psychotherapy? Yes. like um, Help us understand. Your MD <laughs> and your uh, sp- uh, specialization in psychoanalysis. Tell us the difference. We would love to know. I would as love to As much as I know. trust psychologysource.com. Yeah. Dot org. Well, listen, I found from my favorite psychology today an an article, but it was the way it was worded was like an academic thesis. And I was like, I can't. can't. I'm not reading this to our listeners. Nobody wants this. We're done. May your (laughs) self-actualization be abundant. Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know, you can also find us on the social medias, Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast, Twitter at podcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.